0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host Brad, joined by my co-host Micah. Hey, and Terrence is out at a movie screening this week, so Carrie has joined us hey. today. So uh, this is uh, this is uh, going to have some fun Nintendo stuff. We're also <laughs> getting into E3 a little bit. Of course, it's going to have fun Nintendo stuff. Carrie's here, it's, uh, it's the only way that we can uh, that we can do
1: this. <laughs> um, it's the only way we can have a goddamn conversation.
0: Yes. Uh, Michael, why don't you talk a little bit about Tekken 7, though, since that just released and you've been playing it this weekend?
1: Yeah, I've been playing it, and I, I really enjoy it, um, but there's one ainty winty teeny weeny little problem. You can't fight online. Um, <laughs> the netcode is terrible, and every time you go to try and find a match, it uh, it just disconnects you. Now, not every single time I've been able to play seven online matches, mm-hmm. and I've been playing this game nonstop since uh, Friday. Um, That's not a good ratio. Because, no, it really isn't. <laughs> like I've, been playing, I've played like 200 matches, and seven of them have been online, <laughs> and it's... it's. Um, there's there's a problem. There there's another big problem is that when you do finally get online, they do this cool thing, right, where you pick which side you want to be on and if both pe- if both people pick the one player side, then that will be the side that you stay on on your machine. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a coin flip to see who gets left side. Right. Which is very cool. Most more fighting games need to do that. The problem is they have to sync up everything uh, so that, you know, all the inputs and everything would be, you know, for your side. And it, it makes the game take forever. Like I created a uh, I'm starting to capture video of me playing the game in case we do, you know, one of them job little reviews that we do <laughs> that you can catch on YouTube right now for injustice too. and um, capital plug. <laughs> and and the the video is like three minutes, right, for the match, mm-hmm. but the match is only like a minute, and then the other two minutes are just loading and syncing, and it takes it takes a long time to get in a match. Once you get in, it's great, right? But uh, like the netcode is is not is not good, I, and I'm playing on a PlayStation Four. I'm hearing That the Xbox One is having these issues. I'm hearing the PC version is A OK. What, all five people that are playing PC match arrays? Yes. (laughs) Right, right. Those PC (laughs) bastards in their ivory towers (laughs) looking down on us and laughing.
0: So so I know it's hard to remember back to 15 months ago, but is this on par with the frustration that we had during the Street Fighter V? Launch or is the fact that you have a robust single player offering softening the blow a little bit for that?
1: Um, it's, it's, it softens the blow. Yeah. You can still do stuff, right? Like you get fight money. There's a ton of stuff to unlock and you get fight money for literally doing anything. Like, If you buy the game and start it, you get three million <laughs> fight money.
0: So
2: you did it. You turned it on. it's like, right. it's, like but, it's like
0: games that give you an achievement for hitting the start button on the on the main or, menu, basically. Right,
1: right. But it uh, you have things to occupy your time before you um, before you play online. The story mode. Look, I I tried. I've really <laughs> tried to get into that story. There's a story
2: in Tekken?
0: Tekken? Tekken story is the worst fighting game story because it's so fucking like Looney Tunes, batshit insane.
2: Okay, but is there any fighting game story from like a main fighting game franchise so that isn't batshit insane and, bullshit?
0: Injustice 2, number one, okay, to answer well, your question. Okay,
2: well that's not like, that's a DC, <laughs> like that's a comic
0: book. I mean, the Mortal Kombat ones aren't like insane, like they have a coherent Pass they do. I don't believe you. They do. Um like Street Fighters is, is, is also kind of all over the place, but it's not as like dumb shit happening as Tekken. Like Tekken is so stupid because there's so many like supernatural elements of with the Tekken story.
1: Of all the Japanese fighting games that have stories, this is the most Japanese. Like, Are you it sure? Is- because yes. I would contend well, so caliber. Aside from aside from like some of the Arc Systems anime games. But this is like this is uh, uh, it's all about patricide. And and Heihachi killed his wife and his wife is back and she hired Akuma to go kill Heihachi. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kazuya is trying to kill Heihachi and Jin is trying to kill Kazuya and and it, like it uh, what and Heihachi threw his kid off of a off of a mountain into into a volcano and it, like like hehachi is like the Vince McMahon of of this universe and and really Shane is. McMahon is trying to kill him <laughs> and like it's, it's it's fucking weird man it's oh my fucking God, weird he is he is because he he, he's
0: a jacked up like octogenarian basically that fucking right, fights that, people
1: that runs a company oh and God. wants to fight people.
0: Holy like, shit! I never made that connection. That's amazing. Like it's so
1: it's so bizarre, but it's <laughs> it's it's very it's Looney Tunes, right? And it's harmless, you know. Um, well, it's it's a fun game, but it's a fun game if you like Tekken. If you don't like Tekken, like don't get it, because this is essentially the same Tekken that you've been playing for the past twenty years. They got some. You know, cornball ass super moves, super moves that they that they have in the game now. Um, is Tekken
2: it's really pretty, that old?
0: Yeah, ninety ninety five. <sighs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah you
0: are getting old?
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Feeling. <laughs> I gotta. That. I gotta. I gotta also tell you. So I watched this video that um I think it was Gamespot that put it out or somebody like that that um went through all the different Tekken games throughout the years. It really strikes me how kind of shitty Tekken has always looked. Yeah. And how kind of shitty Tekken continues to look compared to <laughs> other modern day fighting games. It, th- this yeah. game just looks kind of trash to me. Like from just from a pure visual standpoint.
1: It's um I'm playing on a regular PS4 and um when I first booted it up I was like what the fuck? Like am I going blind? Like why does every why do these people look blurry? Like they they didn't look as sharp as, as uh, I've seen in like YouTube clips. So, but it, you get used to it and it has a style. And I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, everyone's super jacked for no reason. And it's like every real <laughs> fighting game. Like, everyone's jacked and, and women are, uh, women have two flotation devices on them and,
2: and no pants.
1: Nothing and really
2: covering pants. their butt
1: yeah very little pants like it's it's uh but it's tekken man, and I like tekken and uh if they could just get the online working properly then um it it it's 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 a perfectly it's a perfectly fine game like i would i would recommend it if you and it's easy to play it's one of those games that's really easy to play, like you can know nothing about fighting games and just bash the kick buttons with quite a few people and get something out of it but um but yeah i would i would recommend it if you like fighting games or if you are interested in fighting games and and um yeah just get that online working tekken get that online working
0: so carrie you have three games here that you have listed to talk about I'm i'm going i'm going to have to preface this by asking you to spend the minimal amount of time okay. on two of them.
2: Okay, that's fair. So. <laughs> I mean, like, since I've been here last, I've mm. beaten Breath of the Wild. It's fucking good. That's a fucking perfect game experience, 100%. Uh, I cried a little bit at the true ending because I'm a tiny, weak baby, <laughs> and I Zelda games I, I have to, hit me right in the feel spot sometimes. I have to, I have
0: to tell you, so, like, I've, I've been going through that, and I would say that If you were to put a percentage on it, I'm probably anywhere between, like, a third and halfway done. Yeah. And, man alive in that game, I am trying so hard to skip through every cutscene oh
2: no i love the cutscene story doesn't
0: do anything for me oh no i like
2: it i I mean you know it's not for everybody but you know it it did it did something for me i care a lot about the zelda lore i've been very invested in zelda for a long time Mm. so i really liked it i've been going back to it i took some time off because i realized um a couple months ago uh Holy shit, I haven't beaten Zelda and Persona comes out on Tuesday, and if I don't finish Zelda, I'm never going to finish Zelda. <laughs> so I finished it really quickly and then went so I put ninety hours into Breath of the Wild and then went straight into Persona 5. And then I beat Persona 5 in like three weeks. Um I wouldn't recommend doing that.
0: But how sad for your new husband to be completely <laughs> neglected be completely <laughs> neglected by you for uh, these hundred hour epic games that have come out within I the past three months.
2: I finished Persona 5 in 65 hours, which is a really low play time.
0: Yeah.
2: I'll probably go back and New Game Plus that at some point, but uh, it's really good. Persona 5 is, I think, easily the best of the Persona titles. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of touches on some themes that are more common in mainline Shin Megami Tensei games.
0: That That's a series that I, even though I don't play it, I I generally respect. I like a game that, even though... When that game finds like a more wide appeal, mm-hmm. as the Persona series definitely yeah, now yeah. has, there's they still make the same game. Like a lot, a lot of companies would try to, oh, you know, we're, we have this wide appeal. We must now make this game appeal to all our our, our whole yeah. audience, and and might water out down the experience for the core gamer a little bit.
2: If anything, Persona Five is closer to a mainline Shin Megami Tensei title because mm-hmm. of the themes that are prevalent as far as. Law versus chaos and freedom versus control and that sort of thing. That's definitely more a Shin Megami Tensei main series mm. idea. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. Music was really good. Um, Gameplay is really fun. Um, that's really good. And then after having logged um, like 160 hours in big RPGs, I decided I needed a palette cleanser and so I've been playing Story of Seasons Trio of
0: Towns only, for the 3DS. Only your palette cleanser would be farm game. Like a, like a farm like a <laughs> hardcore <laughs> farm simulator.
2: Yeah, I mean it's not super hardcore, um but it's fun, like, play, you know, some, play some Mario Kart. I haven't played some Mario <laughs> Kart. Yeah, oh, I yeah, that's, up, that's
0: a palette cleanser. Yeah, I
2: picked up Mario Kart 8. I've been playing that, but um you know, I haven't sunk as much time into that as I have with Story of Seasons. So
0: I got I gotta tell you, off completely off topic because sure. but I, but I brought Mario Kart. I, I was making my game of the year like rankings the yeah. other day, just as far, as far as what I played. I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe might be the early uh, oh, no shit. might be the early front runner for me. Wow. It's super year. fun. Yeah.
2: It's super good. Um but yeah, story of seasons. Um it's a little weird to go back to like the Harvest Moon Story of Seasons. Franchise after having played uh, Stardew Valley mm. and really enjoying Stardew Valley. Um, of course, Stardew Valley was basically made as like a love letter to the sure. old school Harvest Moon games. Um Side note about Harvest Moon: Story of Seasons, because I feel like I have to explain this every time I talk about it. Oh, you
0: didn't listen to the last episode, did you? Oh, I guess not. Oh, I, I when we talked about the new uh, the new Harvest Moon that was oh, coming, oh yeah, it's not real Harvest I, Moon. I specifically said that you'd be disappointed yeah. if I didn't mention the fact that it was yeah. not the real. It's Harvest bullshit Moon, Harvest so. Moon.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's bullshit fake Harvest Moon because Natsume lost the rights to publish Bokujo Monogatari in the United States, so they held on to the name rights because they're a bunch of petty assholes. There um so yeah if you like old harvest moon you want to play story of seasons and not the bullshit that natsume <laughs> is putting out um so yeah no uh it's it's a lot of fun it's more in line with what marvelous has developed over the last five or six years um i kind of wish that they would go back to like the old school harvest moon 64 style of gameplay but it's fine it's you know it's fun mindless cute gameplay so yeah that's what i've been up to
1: very cool.
2: Yep.
0: So uh what we've been up to is migrating. And when I say we, <laughs> I mean Jay. Jay. <laughs> I mean Jay. I I'm, I'm not I'm not even going to try to claim but we we've been migrating all of our shit from one from one podcast host to another podcast host. So we are we are we are done all the big stuff. I think he still has to go through and do like a lot of the back episodes for the different shows, which will take time and that's fine. But all the big stuff's moved over. Um the reason I bring it up is because we Have a new, um, sign up, a new switching process for the premium. And Jay just messaged me to make sure I mentioned it. How hilarious. We have a new, a new process for signing for, for premium content. Now, if you are listeners to this podcast, there was a little two minute episode, um, where Jay kind of detailed what that switchover process kind of looks like. So if you are a premium member currently, make sure that you do go back, make sure you listen to that. Jay has sent out emails to all of the premium, Subscribers that existed before this host change it'll have directions for you in terms of how to switch over to the new service we're using Podbean now you can download the Podbean app and create a Podbean account which is free and sign in and 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 make that happen but there's a there's a new way you have to pay for it so again, the email that Jay sent has all those details. If you have any questions, make sure that you contact him directly at contact at the dot com um, and he can help you with that if you have not signed up yet for premium. The floodgates are back open again. So you can go to densepixelscom slash premium. Um, it'll take you right to the new sign-up page with the new information. You can sign up today. Um, it's 5 bucks a month, $50 a year. All the great content that we've been putting out. Um, you get, of course, your episodes every month of Look Forward, Area of Grievances. Uh, that's four times a month for those, I believe. Um, No Time to Bleed and The Men with the Golden Tongues. You also get weekly video, full video episodes of the nerdpocalypse podcast as well uh which mike is on every week which carrie and i find ourselves on periodically here and there as well (laughs) um and also this month's episode of the men with the golden tongues golden eye uh which should be releasing now as you hear this is also going to be available on youtube Mm. if you are a premium member so never a better time to sign up and it's with the new service again i've used the Podbean app myself it's super easy to use. It's the it's way easier than the previous method that we had <laughs> for accessing the premium content. You don't have to worry about a ever changing password yeah. and username that you have to keep up with.
2: Ultimately, this migration fucking sucks. It sucks that yeah. our whole <laughs> shit was down for like a week while Jay was out of the country.
1: Right. <laughs> but like <a> gallivant,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, but ultimately. It turns out for the best. Yeah,
0: so I, I, as, I, I think I told Jay specifically, like, wow. So this turned out to be a really gross, disgusting, ugly blessing in disguise. Yeah, getting, and he's like, yeah, he's like, but he's like, now I need it. Now I need a vacation. Jay, yeah, <laughs> Jay, said, Jay who spent he,
2: a week right. drinking whatever pisco sours, whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs>
0: Stressing out about everything oh, that was going on. Back his here. life is so hard. So, but again, if you are an existing premium member, check your email. Look for an email from the New Apocalypse. If you're not a premium member yet, sign up today and, uh, and do it. And we'll get you squared right there. And of course, as Mike alluded to earlier uh, this morning, we released our new video review for Injustice Two. Uh, myself, Mike, and Terrence uh, talk about Injustice for 40 minutes, and it was a very informative conversation. Uh, lots, lots of parts with this one. Uh, more than most. So te- definitely check that out. And if you go to the Dense Pixels YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe while you're there uh, because, of course, as we mentioned in the last episode, there's going to be E3 content on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday next week uh, on our YouTube page. So subscribe there. That way you'll see it pop up in your YouTube subscriptions. Uh, just search for Dense Pixels on YouTube, and you can check that out. Okay. So new releases this week. Um, the newest expansion for the Elder Scrolls Online, the Morrowind expansion, has uh, made its way into the wild now. Neat. Yeah. it's. I feel like this is a very shameless ploy on their part to get... Uh,
2: oh, sure. So it's trying mean, to bring
0: in a lot of like, look, old school and lapsed players here.
2: Uh, Morrowind celebrated its 15th anniversary mm-hmm. last month, something like that. Um, so... You know, that's fine. Do it. Do a big Morrowind expansion, but like, let's not pretend that this isn't appealing to old-school Elder Scrolls fans who all hold up Morrowind as the end-all and be-all of Elder Scrolls games.
0: And I know what you're saying. They're like, oh, but I haven't even played it. So, well, guess what, my friend? There is a edition of the game that I believe you can pick up at retailers that includes the... Base game of ESO and the Morrowind expansion for the low, low price of $60. Yep. So,
2: and it's a freemium kind of game now. Like yeah. There's no subscription yeah, you don't fee. Have to pay.
0: You don't have to pay monthly to uh, to play it anymore.
2: So, hey, you want to roll around in a land full of giant mushroom-looking things? Have at it. Morrowind's here. Uh,
0: a couple more new releases this week. Uh, Clayton Returns. This is Sengoku um, released on the PS4 this week. Okay. That's literally what it literally says. This is Sengoku. And, and you can't read a phrase, the phrase, this is something, without doing it in the, like, this the is No, I get it. That's, yeah, this is Sparta. I get it. Uh, the Wipeout Omega Collection is releasing on PS4, a game that I so badly want, but I know I probably will never get around to playing if I pick it up. Because I love the Wipeout games. But to me, and Micah, you might be able to attest to this as well, Wipeout has always been more of a portable franchise.
1: Yes, it has been, and it's also the one like racer that I just I just can't play <laughs> because I hate to sound like a wipeout racist, but every single one of those vehicles looks the same, and all the tracks look the same, <laughs> oh my God, and everything racist. is moving so fast that I can't appreciate anything around it. I'm just I might as well just be looking at at like the the uh, the test. Uh, image on a television screen that comes on when the station goes out uh, from 2 to 4 a.m. That little rainbow <laughs> flick of, of nonsense. Because all the Wipeout games look look the same to me.
0: Uh, also new this week in retailers, uh, Dark Rose Valkyrie um, and then Dirt 4. They're still making those. So <laughs> another Dirt game. Uh, being as it is also a new month, we have new games for PlayStation Plus that you can get for free. Uh, if you have a PS4, Killing Floor 2 is a, uh, first person cooperative zombie shooter. Think Left 4 Dead, Payday, like that style of game, basically. Uh, one of Micah's favorite games in the past couple of years, Life is Strange, is free. Yep. No excuse for you to play it now if you, if you have a PS4. Uh, abyss odyssey and which i don't know what that is and wrc5 are free on ps3 and then on the playstation vita neon chrome and spy chameleon the only reason that i mentioned those is because they are also compatible on your ps4 otherwise we would not mention <laughs> filthy vita games on this podcast <laughs> for that for that decrepit dead system mm, um a couple- that feels
2: so good to hear coming from you
0: you know what? It's been, it's been dead for years. I don't know why they why they just don't acknowledge that. But that's fine. Sony can do Apparently, it still does well in Asia. Who knew? Well. Um, on the digital storefronts as well, um, a couple games to highlight. Perception, which looks like a unique twist on a survival horror game. Apparently, your character that you play as is blind. Um, I don't know how that really interprets itself in the gameplay, but interesting. Uh, the Town of Light, which is a story-driven adventure game. And then Superbeat, I guess that's Sonic, we'll say, because it starts with an X which is a flashy looking uh, Japanese rhythm game are all new releases that you can check out. And those are both uh, on PlayStation and Xbox, both no switch games that I'm aware of that are uh, coming out this week. Digitally. Nah. So,
2: I mean, there's probably some indie stuff cause they've been putting a lot of indie stuff in the eShop, but I honestly haven't been paying too terribly close attention. Fair so. enough.
1: So that's your, uh, that's your releases. Um, as I'm looking at this I'll go for I'm it. looking at this perception game because you said the main character's blind, mm-hmm. so I'm like, well, you can't you like you're not looking at a black screen throughout the whole thing,
0: right? <laughs> I mean that's not
1: and, that's not what blind people see usually anyway, but that's that's fine. So Yeah, but I'm but but, but I'm ignorant, right? So it's it's <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting any argument for anyone no. either, so, <laughs> and it's got like a, it's got like, do you remember that Ben Affleck Daredevil thing? Yes, the, uh, movie. Yes, remember how he saw in that? What it, it's, like, in sound waves
0: and and like yeah. and and then like ghostly images of of things.
1: Yeah, that's what this looks like. Okay, so if that is your jam, <laughs> then have at it.
0: So uh, as is as is customary up, on this show, uh, we don't let our special guests come in and just freeload <laughs> and coast like other podcasts do. When when our special guests come in, we put them to work. Yep. So since Terrence isn't here, yep, I pass it over to Carrie with this week's headlines. Yep.
2: Um, first up, um, the it, it appears that the uh, roster for. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite has leaked via a uh, NeoGAF poster who has been uh, fairly consistent in accurate uh, Marvel vs. Capcom information in the past and if this turns out to be true, boy howdy, is it bullshit. Um,
0: <laughs> now why? Okay, so so Terence Terence was also kind of pissed off about this and Micah there, when we recorded the Injustice 2 review you also alluded to the fact that you were now on the fence with, uh, with this game?
1: Well, I'm not exactly on the fence because I pre-ordered it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm over the fence, but I'm checking my shoes for dog shit. Why though? Like I, I, so I'm looking at the roster here.
2: You telling me that you've got 28 fucking roster spots and you only had room for four female characters in a uh, in the in the uh, fuck fuck that no Fuck Hang on. that.
0: okay time out time out time out first of all I know that's the reason why Micah that's not the reason why Micah is
1: checking his, that's why I'm checking his out. shit for shoes
0: really is that what people are kind of
1: are kind of getting yeah, on people about are, people, yeah. are, people are yeah people are pissed at it man huh. particularly like, you, like half. Half the roster should be, should be women.
2: Particularly when you're coming from the available women in both Marvel and Capcom. You telling me you can't put Jill Valentine in this game? You telling me you can't put Miss Marvel or Storm or Jean Grey or Rogue in this game? That's stupid. That's... Straight up fucking stupid. Like I understand that Marvel said, hey, we want you to lean a little more on MCU characters, but they said, okay, straight up, no X-Men. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly when Wolverine has been in every other Marvel versus Capcom game and I'm, other X-Men I'm characters.
0: Fine with Wolverine not being in this I mean, game, you know, so. ultimately,
2: you know, <laughs> yep. I, I think it's stupid for for any video game that, you know, this isn't Capcom versus the Marvel cinematic universe. It's Marvel. Marvel versus Capcom. So they're ignoring all of those possibilities for for characters in this game. That's stupid. That's straight up fucking moronic. And as a woman, I I you know I would have wanted to see female characters that have been in past um marvel versus capcom mm-hmm. titles to be carried over into this but apparently that's too much to ask for and instead we got chun lee aka thunder thighs and morrigan aka tits mcgee as the only <laughs> representatives from capcom <laughs> that's
1: stupid
0: uh, that did not jump off the page of me i gotta say is is that really why people are like are freaking out
1: well, no, that's there's a certain sect of people that are freaking out because of that. Mm. Everyone else is just like this, this list is kind of lame. Right. All right. Here's the list Arthur, Chris, Redfield, Chun Lee, Dante, Firebrand, uh, Jeddah. I think that's a um, uh, Darkstalker's character. Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, okay. Generic. Uh, Morgan, Nemesis, 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 Ryu, Spencer, Strider, Mega Man X, Ant Man, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Gamora, Hawkeye, Hulk, Iron Man, Nova, Rocket, and Groot. Those are one character. Spider Man, Thanos, Thor, and Ultron. Um, people are one. People are mad because there are no X Men. Two. People are mad because there's no Doom. Mm. Um. Three people are mad because there aren't a lot of women. Look, if, even if you are just going to do MCU characters, you got uh Scarlet Witch, yeah. you got Black Widow, you got um uh Jessica Uza, Jones. Uh, uh Jessica Jones, you have um Gamora's uh sister. Nebula. Um Nebula, you got Mantis. Uh there are there are other people that you could can... now look, that's not a lot, and that's you know,
2: Oh, kind of but you know, stuff. they it would have but been a it better effort,
1: mm. it, yeah. It would have been a better effort. And as and look, uh, as many Resident Evil representatives as you have, one, why is Leon not in it? And two, why isn't uh, if you're gonna put a Redfield in it, put Claire in mm. it? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could put Claire in it, you could put Sheva in it. You could That's put it. it, you uh, could do uh,
0: Sheva probably because she hasn't really right. shown up in one, so
1: right? So it, it just seems this isn't the this isn't the the best uh lineup that they have going here, if this is true. I have two
0: I have two thoughts on this. Um first of all, how much is Capcom gonna infuriate everybody when they come out with like the ladies DLC character pack or something like that and charge you twelve ninety nine for it? Number one. <laughs> um and number two, I remember saying that I didn't think that Marvel proper would have a lot of influence on this game. And uh it looks like I might be a little wrong about that. Yeah, considering this... the no fan, no fan, no fox controlled characters in the game. Yeah, so interesting, very interesting. Yeah, I, I remember hearing everyone saying they were freaking out. I wasn't. I wasn't exactly sure why that was. Looking at the roster, but I guess, I guess, I guess I'm just a chauvinist ignoramus then. If I if I couldn't see the fact that there are only four <laughs> female characters on this.
1: And the problem is, is that there are no X-Men. And those games, when they had female characters in, like, the X-Men were very well represented. Correct. Yeah, because you had oh. Storm and Rogue and X-23 and all that stuff. So. Right. That's that's more than what they have in this roster just with the X-character. Yep. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. Uh, it might not be true. And it might be true.
2: If this, if this is what it is, then it's bullshit.
1: <laughs> well i i
0: would expect that uh that whoever leaked this wasn't just making it up out of whole cloth so Well, yeah that's it's probably you could probably count on that for a game that's coming out in three months especially
1: well uh, yeah, you could put lady sif in it you could put uh you could put uh fucking put jane foster in it somebody can- Gosh, James- jane foster <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean, given that she's she's currently Thor in the comics. Oh, but you can't have female
0: Thor in the game when you're trying to promote a fucking movie that's coming out in a couple of months. You know this.
2: You could have put Hell.
0: Could have put Hell. Yeah. Yeah,
2: she's going to be in the movie. That could have worked. But nope, here we have Capcom. Being Capcom. So uh, moving on.
0: What are the odds that you were going to purchase this game anyway? Zero. Okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> that
2: doesn't make me any less mad.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right, then.
2: Uh, okay. So uh, FIFA is doing a thing. Brad, you take the story because I don't know what this shit is.
0: So to the shock and amazement of everybody, guys, I don't know if you realize, FIFA 18 is going to release this September. <laughs> I know. I... I was just as surprised as you. Um, what is uh, what is a little bit different that they showed off in this little teaser trailer? Uh, first of all, Cristiano Ronaldo is going to be the the cover athlete for the game and the game's uh, you know ambassador, I guess. Um, they have moved over from the Xbox three from the Xbox to PlayStation as their lead platform, which what took them so long? Because <laughs> this console generation has definitely swung back the other direction. Oof. And uh, the, the Legends the legends players in Ultimate Team that were formerly an Xbox exclusive were gone, and they have now been replaced by Icons, which is the same thing, but it's going to be on both platforms.
2: So what you're saying is that Microsoft and the Xbox One have lost yet another system-exclusive feature. Well, a
0: uh, well, system-exclusive feature, yes. 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 That Boy,
2: they good. are bleeding exclusive shit these days,
0: aren't they? Uh, they are. <laughs> they are. So the game... uh. The game releases September 29th. Um, notable also is the fact that it is going to be uh, running in frostbite, as last year's was, except, except on, on the Nintendo Switch. Switch, which basically confirms that the Switch version uh, will be a baby version
2: I hate that shit. Of FIFA. I hate that shit. Like, part, part of my brain understands, like, okay, you know, Obviously, we're not going to sit here and pretend that the Switch is as powerful of a console as the PS4 or Xbox One. It flat out isn't. But, like, why are they going to basically create this self-fulfilling prophecy by releasing a watered-down, meh version of FIFA that... FIFA fans aren't going to want to play. Mm-hmm. Like there are plenty of features on the Switch. I mean just inherent in its portability that make it a desirable system for people. Why aren't you going to want to take advantage of that and actually make a good game?
0: Well, you you and I were talking about this before we start recording, Michael. Let me throw this this out to you and I'll get your opinion on it. What if EA and and also 2K for this standpoint cuz 2K18 is going to come out on the Switch as well. What if they took the Switch version and said, "Listen, we know our simulation fans are not ever going to it on this console. So what if you basically made like another FIFA Street, essentially, or like 2K puts their spin on an arcade basketball game, and that's the version that comes out for the Switch? Do you think it would be more successful uh,
1: if they did that? I would buy it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would like. I would buy an arcade soccer game. Um, yeah, I like that idea. I I think it's a decent compromise um as opposed to one putting down a watered down version or two not putting a version out at all mm. um and yeah you got to you got to kind of work with what you're with what you're given but um yeah i don't know why they don't do that i'm very curious i've read somewhere that it's not going to be called fifa 18 it's just going to be called fifa mm. so i i mean maybe they're going to go that route or I, I, I don't. Know. I don't know. Past I don't past
0: know. history would indicate that they are literally just going to come out with a version for dummies. Yeah. Of the game, and essentially, then
2: people are going to be like, "Oh, this version sucks," and they're not right. going to buy it. And then EA will say, "Oh, we didn't sell our game, so we're not going to make any more for Nintendo." And it's like, "Well, why? Why don't you just like make a good, fun game for the system? <laughs> why don't you do that, EA? What a fucking concept!" Um, I just. You know, I I understand that you know you're not going to be able to make a faithful simulation soccer mm. game on the Switch. I get that, but you know, make what you can make for the system, and why don't you make it as good as possible or instead like, of and, just being like, "Oh, like uh, so, we'll do it for the sake of doing it." Right,
0: give people a reason to want to go out and buy it. Like, uh, like you know, with my idea, if they did come out with like an arcade version that was much more loose and 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 quicker and fun to play, like, I would buy it. And I'm getting FIFA 18 for PS4. Right, I mean,
2: look, I don't really, I've never been super interested in sports simulator games, despite the fact that I am extremely interested in sports. I don't find them particularly fun. Um, But I do like arcade games. Like, I'll play NBA Jam, Mm -hmm. you know, that sort of game. I've played FIFA Street. That's a fun fucking game. I would much rather play that kind of game than, you know, a, a simulator game. So why don't they try to appeal the, to my audience?
0: It the 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 void that exists right now for arcade sports games is actually really surprising. Like it's 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 super hard to believe that we're in this weird period now where companies are not thinking to put and like and I know NBA Playgrounds just came out and that's that's been its own thing. Right. But the ones that have come out that have been good, like FIFA Street, they haven't come out with NBA Street for Christ, it's been at least 10 years. Yeah, it's been like new PS2, new right? Right. PS2 was the last one that came out. Um, There's an NHL arcade game that was a ton of fun that came out um, like seven or eight years ago on the PS3. Yeah. Maybe even longer than that. Like
2: PS2, early PS3 was like some kind of crazy golden age for arcade yeah. sports titles. And then we've been in this like shitty drought where everyone wants to try and be as realistic and as faithful to the game as possible. And it's like, okay. But like you're you're neglecting an entire section of the market, like almost out of spite. Like, you know? That's that's kind of what it feels like. Um like when they came out with like the most recent like the NBA jam reboot on whatever it was, PS3 Wii and whatever. Um I played the shit out of that at at some friends' houses. Like, that was super fun. I would much rather I would much rather play that, that style of game just in general.
0: The uh, the FIFA Street that they released on PS3 and 360, last console generation, that was more, that was a realistic arcade version of Street. Like sure. it was Street Football, not like Crazy Wacky Power yeah. Up Street. Sold two and a half million copies. You're mean to tell me that they can't find a reason to put out another one of those? Right.
2: The market clearly it's exists. It's
0: there. It, it's there. Especially for soccer. Yeah. Especially for soccer.
1: Oh, well and it could be like a gateway game for the simulations right you know what i mean like if you uh, like look i don't don't know about soccer but i i like arcade soccer and if i like it enough maybe i'll try out you know a simulation game so
2: right i feel like i don't know
1: it doesn't make sense
2: i feel like simulation sports games have become so faithful to the product that they're trying to emulate that Mm -hmm. they're almost intimidating like, I don't really want to play MLB oh, no, the show. Oh, ab- no, that's
0: absolutely true. Yeah, I don't really that's want to play
2: MLB true. the show because it's too much like real baseball, and real baseball is really hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to play games that are hard because I play video games so that I can feel like I'm good at something.
0: Yeah. Like, you're, that's, that's you're right. I mean, no, no, you're right. I mean, you, you don't want to have to fight against the game if you're unfamiliar. Right. So I totally get that. So. That's for sure.
2: Fucking 2K EA. Hire us as advisors. We got good ideas.
0: <laughs> you, can have, you can have that one for free for me, by yeah.
2: the way. Um, Actually, no.
0: Pay me if pay me.
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> I need 350 for that. um. Next up, uh, so this is a Wall Street Journal article, so we can't read the whole thing because no one here wants to pay for a subscription. But uh, it's an interesting topic. Nintendo is currently battling Apple for parts to make Switch systems as the demand for both Apple computers and Switch consoles are both extremely high.
0: Yeah. Nintendo, we win in that fight, I don't think. <laughs> nah, nah. Nope. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's, um, it's interesting. I don't know that I would have, I mean, understand, you know, I understand that there's only so many different manufacturers of tech pieces out there. Um, but it's, it's interesting. I never thought that that was going to be like such a severe thing, but you
0: don't, I mean, you don't think about it because that's the manufacturing side of things is like the last thing that the consumer. We, we think a lot about design, and we think a lot about production, like right, actual the end, product. end product, but we never think about the, the point A to point B part of it. Right. That,
2: so. so anyway, so basically, you know, that, that could sort of help explain the holdup in getting more Switch units into stores is that they literally like said, can't I, get the fucking I, pieces.
0: I cannot blame Nintendo for the, for the slow trickle of Switches. Like, I, I really do believe that this time, in this instance, they are... They are making them as fast as they possibly can. I, I, I
1: do believe that for sure.
2: Yep. So hey, now we know why. Uh,
1: so I found uh, I found a little bit more to the okay. story. The problem the problem is an industry wide capacity shortage of components used in smartphones computer servers, and other digital devices. These include the NAND flash memory chips that store data, liquid crystal displays, and the tiny motors that enable the switches' handheld controllers to imitate the feel of an ice cream <laughs> shaking like <the> glass. <laughs> I feel like you ad-libbed that last part. I wish oh, I did. That's no, the that is That is part no of the good. article. So you can blame so no one no wonder those goddamn Joy-Cons cost an arm and a leg and uh two yeah this is this is I mean this is it's cool technology it's gimmicky but like would you would you sacrifice that in order for one the price to come down and two to have more of them in the market or do you not care cuz you are. have I mean have. I don't care.
2: <laughs> Everyone here has one. So I feel like this is not a a good discussion. You know, I like I like having the the HD rumble whatever the fuck. Um, you know, it definitely it feels good. It feels different from like just vibrating. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they they designed the system a specific way. They uh and I, I assume that they fully intend to to keep it that way instead of sacrificing part of their design that they spent a lot of time talking about uh, as a feature of this system rather than, um, you know, I assume they don't want to give that up for the sake of just you know, pushing out more systems for the sake of pushing out more systems. They don't want to sacrifice part of their product. No,
0: the demand, I mean, the demand will catch up. Event, or the, I should say the supply will catch right. up eventually. So.
2: So. OK. Uh, next up. Middle-earth Shadow of War has been delayed uh, basically two months.
0: Uh, this is my favorite game delay in the history of game delays.
2: Why, why is that?
0: Because I want to play Shadow of War. I really do. Uh-huh. And I was stressing because originally it was supposed to come out on August 22nd. Yes. So I was going to get the game, and I was going to play it for like two and a half weeks, and then September 8th would happen, and Destiny would come out, And then all cards are off the table, and I know that I would never get back to Shadow of War again, because I know me, I still haven't finished Horizon Zero Dawn yet, it's been driving me insane, (laughs) I've not been able to limp past the finish line, because Mass Effect came out and derailed me completely, so I haven't been able to finish Horizon, so I know what would happen, but now, it's coming out, was it October 10th, I think it is?
2: Uh, Yes, October 10th.
0: So now, Destiny can come out, I can play Destiny non stop for a month, get get that fix hooked into my vein. Yep. And then that way when Shadow <laughs> War comes out, I'll be like, all right, I'm ready for something to break up all, all the destiny and I can commit some time to that while still, you know, going back and forth with Destiny. So like I said, when they announced when they announced this delay, my my reaction was not one of disappointment, but rather relief.
2: I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people who feel exactly the same way you do. It's interesting because obviously Shadow of Mordor came out and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't hyped as a big AAA title. It came out and then it was like, surprise, bitch, it's really good. Um, That's kind of that's kind of how like it there wasn't really much of a discussion about it. And then it came out and word of mouth got around of like, hey. Surprise! Yeah. This is a really good game, um, and now people are like really excited for the sequel because the first one turned out to be kind of a sleeper hit. Um, so hey, good for people who want to play Destiny who can now have time to play Destiny before
1: Shadow. Now, War does, comes now out. does this
0: fuck with you at all, Micah? Because I don't I don't know if you're even interested to uh, to play this or not.
1: No, I uh, I didn't play the first one. I don't really plan on playing this one. I I understand that it is a a very good game. I just I'm not a fan of the um, EA's like Lord. It's of, not EA movie or um uh, not uh, EA. Um, I'm not a fan of the the. Uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm not like I like I I, I don't care. That's fair. And, and, And if if I don't, like, something's got to bring me to the table. Like, I understand the game is is fucking great, but I'm not going to play it if I don't like the motif.
2: Yeah, if you're not into Lord of the Rings, even tangentially, this is probably not going to be super appealing. And I think that's perfectly fair. Not every game is for everybody. Right. Moving on. Riot Games is franchising its North American league at 10 million dollars a spot.
0: This piggybacks on a story that we did a couple of weeks ago, um, where Overwatch. Yes. The Overwatch league is looking for. Uh, franchise fees in the the tens of millions, and yes. ride Games, who, who I believe their franchise fees were, in the ballpark of one and a half to two million. Yes, um, apparently are meeting that <laughs> meeting that market. Yep. essentially. So um, the
2: North American League Championship Series is restructuring to become more like the NFL or NBA, with ten established teams locked into place rather than an ever shifting lineup of teams each season. Um, the buy in spot in the league will cost ten million. Uh, if you're a player on one of those teams, your new minimum salary will also kick up to seventy-five thousand dollars. I can't imagine being paid seventy-five thousand dollars to play a shitty fucking game like League of Legends. <laughs> God damn!
0: <laughs> you're the expert on that amongst the three of us. So
2: I used to play League. Yeah. Um, I used to play League. You know, I wasn't in playing it competitively, but I played it often. Um, The community sucks. As far as MOBAs go, there are better MOBAs. Um, It's just like it stopped being fun very quickly. Um, So
0: I would love for them eh. for this and the Overwatch League. And they won't do it because of the incredibly high buy-in prices. It would be fantastic, though, if they did a series of leagues and had a promotion and relegation system. Amongst them. Yep. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> if they did that.
2: So anyway. Uh that's that. That's fun. I I uh, esports. I, 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 whatever.
1: I downloaded I downloaded League of Legends because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this. And I was just like, no nah, <laughs> this is not for me. Not at all.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was I was only really playing League at the time because my now husband was was very into it and we had a solid group of people who I could play with and I could be mediocre at the game and not get bitched at. Um, that's also the only way I play Overwatch these days is if I have people to play with because otherwise I show up as diva and I'm extremely mediocre and I get yelled at because I'm extremely mediocre, even in quick play. Um so, yeah, no, people fucking suck on online, and that's why I play games like Skyrim and Zelda. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously esports are becoming extremely lucrative, so it does not surprise me that Riot looked at Blizzard saying $10 million buy-in for Overwatch teams and went, well, we can do that.
0: We are the, we're <laughs> the most popular ones.
2: Yeah, so... so <laughs> Speaking of large sums of money, um Twitch. Twitch has previously played things as a community like Pokemon and other harmless things, and now they're playing the stock market with fifty thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> this shit yeah. is incredible.
2: So uh this is called Stock Stream. It's an interactive Twitch stream taking place right now. It is an experiment in um collaboration and business and chaos uh so this is developed by a software engineer that allows and it allows twitch to uh vote on buy or sell commands at the end of each round of votings the stream's algorithms uh created by the software developer will tally the votes and place the trade um this is um risky this is bizarre
1: like this is crazy like nah man (laughs) <laughs> no uh it has not I'm been not that risky because yeah. I, this has been
0: going on for i think at least a week now and currently the account is still sitting at fifty thousand eight hundred dollars so so yeah. far he's actually made, made eight hundred and sixty dollars basically
2: um so the the guy who created this uh has invested fifty thousand dollars out of his own pocket uh now the stream must stay above twenty five thousand dollars according to um the per day per day per day. According to the financial industry regulatory authority, regulations are imposed to try and prevent the high risks of day trading. So, hey, th- he's made $800 and this is the one of the more bizarre Twitch social experiments that they've come up with.
1: Yeah, I look. I mean, can you imagine just having fifty thousand dollars to literally play around with? I mean, like I fucking hate this dude.
2: Just, just for existing. I mean, damn. I man. bet he's white.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're probably. I mean, you're, you're definitely right. Like, I, I don't think there's any like, question about that.
1: Fucking like channeling Terrence over there. <laughs> I bet mean,
2: he's white. I'm f- I'm fulfilling I'm filling his his cues on this episode. I like no. I said I I just I just
0: find it amazing that after a week's time that the stock or that the stock that the portfolio hasn't really fluctuated in one way or the other that much. Yeah, just goes to show you I guess that uh crowd uh, crowd sourced decisions are going to just usually be yeah. pretty pretty down the center. Yep, for most of this stuff. So hey, neat experiment though. I I mean I'm I wonder if this guy was like. Did this in the in the hopes that he's like, what if they fucking double my money? Yeah, like, like, right? like, like what if I what if, what if I get a hundred
1: thousand dollars out of this? What would he do? It's like getting a bunch Cash of a bunch of monkeys, yeah. getting a bunch of monkeys in a room with a typewriter <laughs> and having them write the great american Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, it honestly, was the best of times. It, it was the worst of times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So. Anyway, it'll be it'll be interesting to follow that. I might I might see see what happens in that stream and see if this guy ultimately crashes and burns and loses $25,000. I mean, let, let's
0: be honest. Everyone who is who is participating in this. Let's make no bones about this. I would imagine that at least 80% of the people are trying to fucking oh, lose yeah. this guy's money as hard as they possibly yeah, can. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. That's that's what I would do. Be like, "Oh, you want to throw $50,000 at the internet and not offer any of that to me personally. (laughs) You better believe I'm going to try and flush that shit down the toilet. So, anyway, last up. Uh, Days of Play kicks off on Friday with a uh, PS4 for $50 off. Uh, So PlayStation is celebrating this year's E3 with a nine-day sale that includes discounts on games, accessories, as well as a special gold PlayStation 4 priced at $249. Sale runs June 9th to the 17th
0: let me tell you something I have this gold controller it is one of the i didn't purchase it by the way I didn't pay money for it um it is one of the worst controllers I feel have like ever seen
2: gold plastic wrong is <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wrong it's the best controller I'm done you've um, noticed, you've never seen a controller like this before. I'm done all right it's all gold all right it's 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 beautiful it's beautiful yeah, beautiful controller, beautiful gold controller. I feel like gold <laughs>
2: plastic is always like.
1: I would have sex with this <laughs> controller. If I
2: the cheapest plastic, like like it like grab, it always I feels. I would grab this
1: controller by its headset jack.
0: <laughs> 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 it's not the front of the controller that's bad; it's the back because instead, of, like normally when they do these, they have like the the grip part is black typically in yep. this in, in this part it's supposed to be gold but instead what it is is this whitish yellow disgusting looking like it looks like 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 grandma's tail yes it looks like, like this is literally the Donald Trump controller that's that's actually a great uh, a great comparison don't do do buy, if you don't own a PS4 this is a good time to get a PS4 for yeah. 250 do not buy the gold PS4 Yeah. Don't be that guy. No. I I
1: hate that thing is that thing is like garish. Yes. Like
2: if people who buy this are probably also people who have "Don't tread on me" stickers on their car and a Confederate flag in front of their house.
0: I don't think that's true. Actually, I'm
2: I'm going with that. That's that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Uh. Anyway, I don't know. I've never really. I mean, as far as as far as console colors are concerned, I would take a gold system over a white system.
0: Oh, that's a tough one for me. Because gold I really that gold doesn't like...
2: that gold doesn't show dirt the the way that, that white <sighs> systems do.
0: Cause see, not not only do I hate gold gaming stuff, I hate gold jewelry. I hate gold anything. Or yellow gold, I should say. Yeah. White gold's great, yellow gold shitty. Um yeah, it's tough. Yeah, that's I don't know. a tough one.
2: If like if someone said you can have a free system, but you have to choose between gold and white, I would I would, ch- I, would I would have to go with gold.
0: I'd get the white one.
2: Yeah, I can't.
0: Micah,
1: I... you got to be the tiebreaker here. Oh, sorry, Gary. Uh, <laughs> like, I can't have a bunch of garish gold shit. All the yeah, I mean like, one, it's garish. Two, I I gotta break them stereotypes. I have to <laughs> break those stereotypes. <laughs> See, I wasn't going to say anything. That's that's the customer that's
0: probably buying the gold console. It's funny. Most I mean, oh, you
2: know, it's fair. I mean, uh, I've just i've I spent four long years of my life working for GameStop, and I saw so many quote white systems come mm. in and just
0: obliterate it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
2: I mean, I like to think that I. A clean, responsible adult with no children would be able to keep a white system looking good, but I just, I can't with white systems. Hmm. They always end up looking gross.
0: Ironically, the only white system that was able to stay clean, the Wii. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. that gloss finish, probably. Probably. So...
2: Um, Because I feel like, you know, the matte finish of like the original 360 is what caused all of those to turn yellow by people um, smoking inside like animals. Um, Anyway, that's that's it for top stories, headlines, whatever the fuck section I just did.
0: Well, if you do buy and and I think the official name is the Garish Gold, uh, (laughs) the Garish Gold PS4 or any PS4 or any PlayStation accessories during this play sale or anything. Make sure that you do it by going to densepixels.com slash Amazon. Carrie, I bet you didn't know that you could support your favorite video game podcast financially without paying a single extra dime out of your pocket. I,
2: I bet I did. You, but you might I have. But I feel like you're going to tell me I'm anyway. going to tell you <laughs> that if you go to densepixels.com slash
0: Amazon, you're going to pay these same low Amazon prices for anything that – any item that you buy, big or small, except that Dense Pixels gets a very small percentage of the sale, which we use to help pay for things like hosting new equipment and other things we use to keep the show going. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you who, uh, who have done and continue to use our Amazon link. So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon for anything that you buy, including the Garish Gold PS4 <laughs> on Amazon.com.
1: First up, Nintendo's online uh, gaming service has a price point uh, for one year. All you have to pay is 20 bucks. 20 bucks. That's it. That's really good. Are we, are we surprised? Are we happy? I, are we I, am,
0: I am shocked at that price. I thought for sure that the minimum that they were going to charge for a one-year membership was $30.
2: That's kind of where I remember. was, too. I thought they were going to go in at, like, yeah. right about the halfway point. And
0: they they nailed the pricing of this. Yeah. It could not be a better price. For the, for this online service because now I it, because taking it from thirty to twenty really and it's only ten dollars for over the course of a year and you're like what's ten dollars in a year fair right but it's still that takes it from how often am I going to use this to. Yeah, it's only, only twenty, 20 bucks. bucks right exactly <laughs> exactly uh
2: yeah, I mean that exactly um there's also uh what it's four dollars for a
0: month, month or yeah.
2: nine dollars for three months or something Yo, like that that
0: that month that month to month ratio, yeah, is brutal, yeah, compared to <laughs> compared to what it what you normally see from PlayStation, yeah and xbox.
2: So hey, I mean, I mean, the the other thing is that um, it's not going to go paid until next year. Mm. When they originally discussed this um, online service that they're launching, they said, "Well, the switch will come out in March, and then the online will be free until like summer, summer or something like that, or yeah. something like that." And now they're like. Hey, it's free until next year. So, I, you know, one, that serves the ability of everyone being able to start fresh on, mm-hmm. on a new year. Um, But also, it gives everyone a full summer worth of playing games like Splatoon and Arms and Mario Kart Online um, to be able to get hooked on that service and then want to, you know, go ahead and drop the $20 on it come January.
0: I, I agree with that.
2: So...
1: Yo, it's only twenty dollars. Right. <laughs> it's not a huge commitment. I mean, right. Like you blow below twenty dollars in a day eating food. And I do. And, and and like not like real food, like junk food. You know what I mean? Uh that's 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 two bowls of Chipotle. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> twenty bucks is nothing. Uh switch owners will also uh who also subscribe to the online servers. Will be able to download retro games as part of what Nintendo calls the classic game selection. Nintendo says classic titles with added online play, including NES games like Super Mario Brothers, Three Balloon Fight, and Doctor Mario, will be available as part of its online subscription service. Does that mean that you can download these games for free, a la games with gold yes. and PS Plus?
2: It's basically, I mean, basically what it is is you will have access to this to those games. As long as you have paid for the subscription, is almost that, like Netflix.
1: Is that
0: confirmed? Yes. Okay, because I remember when they first announced the Switch, they talked about like a You get like service. one game
2: a month. Yeah, that you then, rent and then don't And get then tequila. everybody said, hey, that's really fucking stupid. And Nintendo went for once, oh, you're right, that is stupid. <laughs> we won't do that. Um, um,
0: what, what online features are you going to be adding to Super Mario Bros. 3, I, I wonder? I have
2: no idea. Maybe like, I don't know, like... Time trials, see who finishes the the level first, that sort of thing. Yeah,
0: time trials Um, could be a could be a thing.
2: But yeah, I mean I'm I'm all about that. I assume we will hear more games being announced for that service next week at E3. Um but yeah, I feel like that's that's probably you know that's a good service where as long as you pay for the subscription, Mm -hmm. as long as you're paying for online, you get access to these games. So, Netflix for retro Nintendo games. Which I don't think anyone's going to complain about.
0: That's not the only no. thing that they uh, that they talked about as well. Oh, no. And this no. ties into our next story. Oh, no, no. Um,
2: I'm not a fan of
0: this Well, one. you also... So, part of this, you also get online lobby and voice chat, which has a smart device app that will connect to the Nintendo Switch and lets you invite friends to play online, set and play appointments, and chat with friends during online matches and compatible games. But Micah... How is it that you can chat with your friends while you're playing the Nintendo Switch?
1: Well, you can uh, go to your local uh, store and pick up this thing that Hori, famed uh, accessories manufacturer, is making. Um, It is a Nintendo Switch headset. It's coming alongside Splatoon 2. Oh,
0: it's, oh, it's it's shaped like a squid. It's nice.
1: I thought that was an error. Like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, anyway, the instructions for how the headset will connect to the switch uh, leave a little something to be desired. So, uh, this article goes into the pros. Uh, The headset looks like it came straight out of Platoon. Platoon. (laughs) Platoon. That would be that would be an interesting Nintendo Switch game. Is Platoon? It's a
2: snazzy looking headset, though.
1: Um. It's got some, some art on each ear and, and it, it apparently it, it looks groovy, right? Um, the cons, there is a diagram, including, uh, that Hori tweeted out to show how this thing will work. Now, they have the headset and you connect the headset to the tip of the penis thing that's on the, that's on the sh- chart and, and. <laughs> And then at the base of the penis, there are there are two prongs that come out, and those those oh pr- those Lord. connectors those are, the are used to <laughs> you stick your, the tentacles. You, you, you plug you plug one cord into the balls, the left ball, and it goes into your switch, and then you plug another cord into the right ball, and that goes into your cell phone. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's an iPhone there, buddy. And it is it is very it is very odd. This means that in order to use this headset, one, you're gonna have to have a splitter shaped like a penis, <laughs> and two, you're gonna have to have your cell phone with you at all times. Now, look, this might not seem like a big deal, right? Because oh, everybody has their cell phone with them all the time, right? But this is this looks odd. Uh, in order to play this, I'm gonna have to have four devices one on my head it looks it's clunky it's not intuitive it's very clunky it looks defend this
2: i'm no i'm i refuse this looks fucking stupid um (laughs) (laughs) it does i mean it's it's not really intuitive like i understand they want to have lobby building via smartphone app i don't know why they don't just fucking have a switch app I don't know. Integrated
0: into the system. Uh, it um, can't be that hard. Uh, uh,
2: I just I have no explanation for it. That being said, am I going to get one of these? You bet your oh, ass. Oh, stop. I it. Am. No, you're not. Oh, absolutely. No, you're not. You bet your ass I am. You bet.
1: <laughs> I would love I would love for you to get one of these. I'm going to find out. Just to find out that the Splatoon community are just a bunch of assholes, just like everybody else. That's can, probably can the we, case. Can we call them
0: the Splatoonity? Is that fine? Can we do the Capcom thing? Uh,
2: Bye. Oh my God. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: <laughs> she really is chatting like Terrence. Ter- 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 Terrence would have walked up and left after such a just, such a terrible <laughs> line.
2: I'm just, I, I'm not. I think the headset itself, taken individually, looks pretty cool. I can dig it. But the whole idea is, um, to quote myself, less than ideal. Um.
0: <laughs> if I may, if I may, quote the great scholar Micah Payne, "You're just fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking stupid." I forget the fact that if the system is docked, that you're running a fucking aux cable across mm-hmm. the entire goddamn room. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought we were past that in, in headset nope. manufacturing in Not this day with and Nintendo. age. But to literally have to sit there with this thing plugged into your Switch and your fucking cell phone by your side with the thing plugged into that and then have the fucking dongle, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Would
2: you say it's Splatoon too much?
0: Splatoon much. <laughs> yes. It is spl- too much. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, th- this is so, voice chat is a looks like a complete oversight on Nintendo's part and i feel like that
2: i feel the like they could,
0: they could add this feature in to the system later i don't think the hardware as designed could preclude it it might no i don't i don't think
2: it does i feel like nintendo is still just like so iffy on having standard voice chat because they know that sometimes those communities are really shitty and they know that a lot of kids play their games and i understand that fear i get it i understand it but this is still fucking stupid and i'm still gonna buy it anyway because i have
0: no soul okay you're afraid to have voice chat that's fine there is a compromise there and all you fucking have to do is just have like I know this is also kind of archaic but have like just quick phrases that you can shout to people with with the I, I don't know. I
2: don't,
0: I don't mm. know. Like like it, it's it's it, you might as well not do it if you if what you're going to do is completely half-assed and that's what this is. This is a half-assed effort. And look props to Hori for trying to figure out a way around this bullshit. I don't blame them at all. Like you have to you have to lay the blame at Nintendo's feet for this.
2: Yeah, it's dumb but I'll buy it anyway.
1: Hey, look, that's all we ask of people, right? Like, just know your biases Uh, and just just own that shit.
2: Look, I know what I'm about. Everyone who listens to this show knows what I'm about. I don't think anyone's surprised. I'm sure they're going to be like, I'm sure people who regularly listen to the show and saw this story pop up were like, bet Carrie's going to buy that dumb shit and they're (laughs) completely correct. Anyway,
1: Anyway, let's talk on about E3. Question of the week: uh, E3 2017 is right around the corner, and we'll have our predictions during our E3 2017 pre-shows. But we want to we want to hear predictions from our listeners. Give us one bold prediction you think we'll see happen at E3 next week. Amir says God of War 3 will be scheduled to release in November slash December, but gets delayed to February. I would agree I would agree with half of that.
0: Well, I yeah, I think you meant yeah. got of work for. I I agree with the November December yeah. part, but I don't think Sony would announce a date if they were even remotely cons- like unsure
1: that it would hit that date.
2: Yeah, Sony's yeah. usually pretty good about like their big first party shit mm-hmm. coming out on time.
1: Yeah. Mark says Death Stranding will show more fantastically weird shit. As soon as he gets, uh, as soon as he gets on stage, Kojima will be hit by Jeff Keeley's cum. God <laughs> damn! God, because it's because it's true. <laughs> that was Mark R. Mark I says a new Prince of Persia game. It's been seven years since the movie, and people have now forgotten how bad it was. Nope. So perfect time to release a game. I, would you want to see a Prince of Persia?
2: game? I would love to one? see a Prince of like a Prince of Persia reboot. In 2017. I would love to see that because I think some of the PS2 games were really good um, and then I think they went really downhill really quickly. Um, That that 2008
0: Prince of Persia was not great.
2: Oh yeah, I'm not talking about 2008 Prince of Persia.
0: Yes, the one with Nolan North.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about earlier ones like when when they brought it into the 21st century in the PS2 era I thought those games were generally pretty pretty solid. Right,
0: but I'm I'm afraid of them to be able to competently make a new Prince of Persia game.
2: Oh, I don't know that they're going to competently make yeah, a new Prince of same, Persia so. game, but I feel like it's probably time for a new Prince of
1: Persia. <laughs> Maybe I'm not pressed. It depends. I'm not it pressed. Depends.
2: But also, you know, uh, you you kind of have to look at uh, you know the Assassin's Creed series as having largely filled that void.
0: To an extent, yeah. I don't. I don't think the Assassin's Creed does action, the like combat, especially as well in, as well no. as Prince of Persia does for sure. But yeah, if you want that, actually, no, I don't think the Assassin's Creed game fills those voids at all. I will actually contest that. Series, okay. so <laughs> You know what? I would really want
2: new side-scrolling Prince of Persia like a OG yeah, prince of persia
1: when, remember when prince of persia games were like platformers mm-hmm. and and uh and then nolan north came along and and uh slapped
2: his would... dick all over it and ruined it for everyone <laughs> yeah i remember yeah.
1: and 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 you literally hit a button to undo everything you did because you didn't get a chance to have sex with a girl you were traveling with yet god that game <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy Justin says, maybe, hopefully this year, uh, Sony won't have as many technical issues with their floor shows. Probably not, though. (laughs) I'm inclined to agree with that, Justin. Probably not. Yep. Johnny says, Star Wars Battlefront 2 open beta during E3 weekend. Do it. Maybe. It seems too early for a beta.
2: Yeah.
0: Would you play it? Yeah. Yeah, if I had nothing else going on, I would.
2: I like to be a stormtrooper and pew-pew and shoot people. That's
0: probably all I would play a Battlefront 2 would be that beta. But but yeah, I I might give it a whirl.
1: Uh, Johnny posts a picture, uh, (laughs) a meme saying when the NBA finals are so trash that a reporter is watching Extreme Rules while at the game. I don't know if that's real. If it is, that shit is funny. (laughs) Johnny also says Square Enix will tell weebs...
2: (laughs) Please understand. Hi hi hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As they wait until 2020 for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 7.
2: Yo, I do not feel sorry for Square Enix fans. <laughs> I don't nope. I don't feel sorry for them at all. I hope that they suffer when like I hope Square Enix gets on stage and says, "Oh, we're working really hard on Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy 7." Oh, you, you
0: think they're going after what they announced last week? You think they're going to say one word about those Here's two games? Here's the thing. I hope
2: they do. I hope they don't. They Here's won't. the thing. I don't want them to show anything new. I just want them to be like, "Yeah, we're totally working on it" and then go off stage because I know too many Kingdom Hearts fans who are suffering and that gives me <laughs> so much joy in my life. <laughs> I love seeing Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts fans suffer because I as a Golden Sun fan will die before I know what happens to my characters. But
0: the but I'll say that like the it's I don't I don't understand where the shout for it comes from because at the end of the day they know that they will get their they game yeah. eventually, eventually. Whereas you are in you are in, I'm in the hell equivalent constantly. of RPG limbo, basically.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm in um Nintendo Purgatory. <laughs> it's where I spend most of my days. And and uh I'm probably never going to get one but this is my, the small joy that I get is seeing Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy VII fans I'm, gonna, I'm going suffer. to call
0: Camelot Studios personally and be like listen <laughs> listen I don't know if you plan on making a Golden Sun 4 but if you don't, can you please just announce the fact that you're not going to make one so that my friend can stop <laughs> stressing over this? Here's, please.
2: here's some hot bullshit. <laughs> uh, someone put a video online of a title screen for what would be the fourth Golden Sun title, apparently called Golden Sun, the Lunar Empire. And boy, is that a legit-looking title screen? But I know in my heart of hearts that it is completely bullshit. As
0: as I as I alluded to on the on the apocalypse last week, to 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 paraphrase a quote from Big Lebowski, "Do you want a golden sun title screen? I get you a golden sun title <laughs> screen with nail polish at <laughs> <from> three
1: o'clock."
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to die.
1: Cam says. <laughs> Bold prediction, Crackdown 3 for a 2027 release.
0: That, I mean, that, that seems optimistic, Cam. That's, that's, that seems like a very early, an early, uh, an early prediction there for, uh, for Crackdown 3's release.
1: Brandon says, Half-Life 3 confirmed with a picture of the <laughs> aliens guy. <laughs> Mark I says, new Sam Fisher game. No, that'd um, be no, cool. No, you're never gonna see it.
2: Probably not, but you're that'd never be cool. See
1: it. Not never, I, I but not miss, this year. Uh, not this year. I miss, I miss old Sam Fisher. Um, and I miss. I really liked Conviction when they turned it into Twenty Four. <laughs> uh, and then everything, and then they got like they recast Sam Fisher as like a a guy twenty years younger, but going gray. It was because they were trying to. Pretend that it was Michael Ironside, but it wasn't like, no, no, get out of here. Fake Sam Fisher. <laughs> Mark I also says Bioware's new destiny like IP will be announced. It's Jade Empire. No, that would that would go over like a like a fart in church. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jade
0: Empire. Yeah, it's Jade Empire is fine. I don't think anyone's clamoring for another Jade Empire.
2: No, if and you no. you know what people are clamoring for from Bioware? New Kotor.
0: Yeah, like an actual KOTOR, Yes, that would be if 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 people wanted anything for Bioware, it would be
1: that. Yeah. So, Uh, Stewart says the Ubisoft presentation will actually be concise and to the point, and not bogged down by movie bullshit or RC French juggler (laughs) nonsense.
0: I, you know what? Of all the predictions on this list, that one is the one that I can assure you is the most incorrect.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh God! Honestly, though.
1: Uh, Girl, yeah, that's stuff.
2: You look, Ubisoft's, <laughs> Ubisoft's, like, are their presentations are so consistently terrible. It's like they're doing it like on purpose, but it doesn't seem like they're doing it. No, on they're purpose. not.
0: Like I said, if if they did that shit ironically, I'd respect them and look forward to their presentation every year. But they're they're doing it earnestly, which and it's makes that it terrible.
2: That much more cringeworthy.
0: Here, here's a better Ubisoft prediction. Which, which terrible former, you know, hip hop artist they going to have on stage doing a live performance for Just Dance 2018?
1: Coolio. No. Oh, I don't, I don't think it'll be that bad. I think Salt it'll and be. Peppa. I think it'll be. Yeah, somewhere around that era, maybe. Yeah. Maybe well, a little later. Somebody in the early 2000s who needs work.
2: Brandy. Brandy. I was just about the same Brandy. <laughs> yep, there you no. go.
1: There you go. Blandy for, for Just Dance or Just Sing or whatever. You
2: God. You got a white person hive mind in this room, just the <laughs> two of us today.
1: Uh, uh, Trey says Sony will show off new footage from the Spider-Man game, thus winning E3. I would agree. Hmm. Uh, I hope so. I would love to see more footage of that game. and I would love to know when that game is coming out. Steve says Microsoft will announce that Crackdown 3 will release exclusively for the Scorpio, and the Scorpio will be delayed until next year. I mean that that's that's a bold prediction. If that
0: does come to fruition where they literally delay the console, Microsoft might as well just pack just up, go pack, home. pack it up for this generation. Good game trying I mean, to so, decide Try next time. They're
2: so far behind already. Like yeah. the Scorpio has to come out and has to be really cool for them to
0: Okay, so listen. I I don't think that that would ever happen. But if they did announce a delay for the Scorpio, how wh- how fast and what do you think Sony would do to react to that for their press conference the following night? Would it be like, hey, remember how we said that PlayStation's are on sale for two fifty? We meant two hundred. That's what we meant to say. Yeah. Was
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or like a like a fifty dollar rebate or something right, like that. Something like that.
1: Like that. Mm. That shit is funny. Chris says, Microsoft will show gameplay of State of Decay 2, Crackdown 3, Borderlands 3, and then show the Scorpio. Then Sony will show some gameplay of The Last of Us 2, God of War 4. Uh, And Square is going to show some more Final Fantasy 7, Kingdom Hearts 3, and show a Final Fantasy 6 remake.
0: (laughs) Chris, uh, uh, I'll tell you, I'll speak for Micah, like if that were to happen any any past square transge- transgression would be forgiven wholeheartedly and unabashedly yeah. by us, it's never going to happen. No,
2: they're never going to give us a remake of a game we actually want to play instead of overrated hot garbage that is Final Fantasy VII.
0: Do you know why it's not going to happen, though? And and, th- and this is what I'm going with because, damage it, the only way that I can sleep at night. Because Final Fantasy VI was so perfect as originally produced yes. that you can't possibly make it better True. by remaking it.
1: There There's is nothing to be you don't gained. Need to have, you don't need to have all these side stories and backstories, and you don't need to make the game super pretty again because it doesn't need to. Because you get engrossed in the story. All that, all that bullshit ass uh, cosmetic shit—that's to mask the fact, the fact that that story is fucking dumb.
2: It is objectively Final Fantasy <laughs> VII has a dumb story. It has a bad protagonist. It has a bad antagonist. I'm, look, and if someone has, takes issue with that, fight me IRL, Scrub Lord, I'm ripped.
1: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason says, Jason puts up a picture of Melissa McCarthy and says, Nintendo will win E3! That's not a picture of me. <laughs> God damn it. It's a picture of Sean Spicer. Does he have a job anymore? We're not sure.
2: Shockingly. <laughs> We're not sure. He appears to still be employed.
1: Malcolm says uh, he predicts Capcom dropping the ball again. Capcom's
0: barely going to be at E3. They don't normally have a huge presence. Like They don't do a presser. Yeah, I, uh,
1: I don't remember seeing uh, a lot of Capcom stuff at E3. They're
2: usually like if if they're putting something significant out on one of the systems mm. then they will be included in that like in the sony presentation or the nintendo right presentation. and
0: they'll like they'll have a booth there but that booth is going to consider consist of a bunch of mvc screens yep. and a bunch of street fighter 5 screens and
2: that's going to be it so yep
1: dustin says i would love another the darkness game the first two were amazing plus what the fuck else is 2k doing? <laughs> uh... <laughs> one I mean, you're partly right, but, but on the other hand, like they're making basketball and wrestling games. Like, I think that's. And, I think that's and publishing they're...
0: Grand Theft Auto and making Borderlands but Yeah, they do and... do
2: that. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of other stuff. 2K, 2K
1: is not wrestling the Laurels. But on the other hand, I agree. I do like The Darkness. I didn't know there was a second one, though. Yeah, they I, did too. I don't two... remember the second
2: one. The, like, the second um... one came out and, like, they made like seven copies, and I, I don't know what the problem was.
1: Yeah. But I I remember liking I remember like in the darkness, um, and yeah, I agree. I would I wouldn't mind another one. Uh, Anthony says Destiny two beta announcement this weekend.
0: Well, they've already I uh, mean we already know a beta is coming. I don't think it would be this early. We'll see. Yeah. That'd be some that'd yeah, be some crazy I mean, shit.
1: The first beta was relatively early.
0: When was the first beta for
1: Destiny one? I remember I remember playing Destiny. I remember playing that first beta way before the game came out. Well that was so wait, well, it comes they out had, they in September, an, right? It comes out in September. They had an alpha
0: first, I remember, and mm-hmm. then they had a beta.
1: So we're within three maybe, months. Maybe I'm remembering you the You might alpha be remembering the Alpha. Because, huh. Yeah, maybe I'm remembering the Alpha. But um and that Alpha was rough. Yeah. What the fuck was going on, man? Um so maybe an alpha. Uh Gustavo says Shenmue 3 coming out fall 2022. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget to pre-order Shenmue 1 and 2 remastered coming out in fall 2020. It's a man <laughs> after your heart right there. That's hilarious because the you need to you need to uh for for Shenmue 3, you need to take the two numbers in the back and put them in front of the two numbers in the front. <laughs> and that's the year that game is coming out. <laughs> 2220. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know who backed that kickstarter who who did fucking i did did you really yeah i did
0: interesting yeah why
2: i don't know i don't remember it was so long ago now
0: i, I was mean, just K- like K- oh
2: boy K- Shenmue.
0: kickstarter video games have not fared well so far by <sighs> and large
2: you know what? I got I got my key for my download key for ukulele. Mm-hmm. Still haven't fucking even downloaded. Wow, it. Wow, really? Yeah, I just don't even give a shit. Because the Holy reviews came shit. out and they were so mediocre that I was just like, well, fuck it. I've got other shit I want to play anyway.
0: That Toe Jam and Earl is gonna disappoint you too, probably.
2: Oh god, I it? hope not. I really <laughs> like Toe Jam. At the very least I will be satisfied because I know that I get the soundtrack and I know the soundtrack's gonna be dope, so that's fine.
0: I think there's one there's one Kickstarter game that we can all pin our hopes and dreams on. To being successful, mm-hmm. and that is Bloodstained. If Bloodstained comes out and is good, I think we can have faith for the future. If Bloodstained fucking sucks, then stop doing video game kickstarters.
2: I don't, I don't remember that one. That's the
0: Castlevania one. That uh, oh yeah, that his face is working? That Castlevania man is working. Yep, on. can't remember his name off the top of my head.
2: Mister Castlevania. Mister Castlevania. yes.
1: <laughs> First name Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua says, Power Stone 3 along with Power Stone 1 and 2 Remastered. That would be I, pretty cool. I'd be
0: happy just with 1 and 2 Remastered.
1: You don't even need Power Stone 3. Honestly. That'd be cool, yeah. though. Yeah. Got to put some Power Stone characters in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. But whatever. We got to get Nemesis in there. Isn't Power isn't Power um, Stone a Sega game? Yes. I thought it was, uh, for some reason, I thought it was produced by Capcom. I want
2: to look that up.
1: Well produced by uh, Sega, <clears throat> or one of them. I remember. I remember uh, Power Stone and Capcom.
2: No, nope. it is Capcom. Hmm. It's Capcom yeah. and um, no, that's fully Capcom. I feel like people associate it with Sega this it was because it was on the Dreamcast, Dreamcast.
0: right? Oh, well, there you go. Oh, well, then you're not getting it definitely. No, definitely Capcom. not. Right. No. <laughs>
2: Absolutely not.
0: Right. They'll they'll make they'll make it they'll make the sixty seventh edition of Street Fighter two before you see a Power Stone one and two remaster.
1: Damn. Why is that Switch Street Fighter forty dollars?
0: I don't know, but I sure shit ain't paying forty dollars for it. I'll wait till that shit comes down to twenty, and then it's forty dollars. Yes.
2: Because uh, Capcom doesn't understand their audience.
0: And and Micah, it'll it'll sit. Make sure you're sitting down. For this, you are okay. Good, you are. I I, I made sure. You'll be shocked to hear that the motion control mode, where the like the the you know fucking Ryu fights in first person with Hadokens and Hurricane kicks, is bullshit.
1: (laughs) Wow! Oh my god, you're you're blowing my mind. I know. I know. It's like you just it's like you figured out how to divide by zero. (laughs) Like my mind is blown. I could
0: tell because like I said, you had the whole chair, but you just needed the edge for that uh for that bit of information.
1: So. <laughs> oh man. Uh Warren says a new Assassin's Creed trailer showing off the new boat mechanics. <laughs> let's hope let's not. Boat mechanics. Know, let's hope for yeah, let's hope not for the boat mechanics. But, Isn't
2: it in but, Egypt? Um, yes. Yeah. You can't ride a boat yeah. on you sand. You can have a
1: canoe. You can you can have
0: like yeah. a canoe that you can paddle down the Nile or something? I don't know. Get that dirty
2: bullshit out of my face. (laughs)
0: That's fair.
1: (laughs) Uh, An announcement of at least two new IPs from Sony. uh, A gameplay gameplay trailer for Spider-Man. Microsoft announces a new IP exclusive to PC and Scorpio um, Xbox One. So those are his his predictions. I think you will see info. I think you will see Assassin's Creed stuff. I think you will see a um new spider-man stuff especially because the movie comes out quite literally one month after mm-hmm. uh that presser and um new ips i mean not, you know all that stuff is up in the air like yeah we want to see new ips we hope there are new
2: IPs. microsoft will totally announce some new ips whether those IPs actually get made is a totally <laughs> different conversation.
0: Like I said, I've, I've got I've got lots of guesses for Sony, but those will have to wait until uh,
2: next until week. Monday yep.
0: next week. So, uh,
1: Evan says, hopefully, a Red Dead Redemption two release date slash gameplay trailer. I can't imagine Red Dead is is coming out. No, I think I think you might see
0: another trailer during the Sony presentation. You're not like, gonna see much though.
2: Yeah, I feel like you're going to see a trailer and you might get like a release window like oh it's summer twenty eighteen. But like that's the best they're gonna get.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh here's a new name that I'm not uh used to saying. Emiliano Is that how you pronounce it? Emiliano. Emiliano says Terence will convert to the church of the PlayStation. Hashtag flip-flopper. Uh, uh, if Terence were here, he would say, Yeah, sure, I don't know who that is because that's not how you spell my but, <laughs> uh,
0: but since he's not here, and as his customer, we can totally drag him while he's not on the show. Look, the conversion's already started. Like, I mean, the man literally, literally needed that PlayStation version of Injustice so badly that he bought a second copy just so he could own it for the
1: superior console. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't let you know. This is a character that Tarantino <laughs> folks. Like he is, he is like I've never seen someone so into Nintendo and Japanese culture <laughs> in my life. I mean, that dude like he'll never he'll never tell you. He'll never tell you, but he was stupid enough to post a shirtless picture of himself on Facebook. And if you look carefully, you can see the Nintendo racetrack on the upper part of his shoulder. It's a tattoo of the Nintendo racetrack logo. That dude is hardcore Nintendo man. He's just doing this bullshit to try and save face, you know. Like he's he's an insecure dude, just like the rest of us. Like, nah, fuck that kitty shit. Nah, I'm I'm a grown ass man, dog. I don't know, but he loves Mario games. He loves Bubble Bobble. Like he's a hardcore Nintendo fan. So don't let it don't let it don't get it twisted. Like, he's, oh my god, he's he's, he's, a, he's also a very good actor. Yo, he's gonna go to your no. house and straight up murder you. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna straight up murder me for my switch <laughs> because he can't get a hold of one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah, That's good, good conversation. Nathan.
1: Nathan says, "I got two bold predictions. One, Shenmue will have another Kickstarter slash GoFundMe because why not? And Yu Suzuki doesn't know how to budget. <laughs> God damn." And two, Carrie will still be miserable when Nintendo doesn't announce Golden Sun. 4. Look,
2: Nathan, my former
1: mouthful of toast co-host, by the way,
2: um, why, why, why do you have to hurt me? <laughs> oh,
1: uh,
2: why you come you come in here and you come into this space and you use it to come after me personally when I sold you some anime titty last week and I don't appreciate that. We can get the fuck out of here, Nathan. Also, that's not a bold prediction. That's just a plain fucking accurate prediction. Right, that's, a
0: chalk, that's a chalk prediction.
2: Yeah, <laughs> That's the safest bet you could place.
1: Mac says, Assassin's Creed set in ancient Mexico with Aztecs. You are an Aztecan jaguar warrior uh, trying to save your people from the Spanish. There will be climbing on trees and temples and slicing Spaniards. It'll be sick. I also predict some sort of cheeky Bethesda reveal of a new Elder Scrolls game. I think it's about time for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe something for Red Dead and probably something uh, for the best shooter ever. Splatoon 2. <laughs> Fe-
0: future Jeff Keighley award-winning shooter of the year for 2017, Splatoon 2. It's how, is how we really just need to formally announce that game whenever we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um I think I think you will see a coy um nod to Elder Scrolls 6.
2: Here's the thing. Here's my bold ass prediction. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's gonna be coy. I think they're gonna be like, here it is. Oh coming out in November, like the yeah. new Fallout. Because I feel like that's kind of how Bethesda Softworks, the development company, wants to roll these days because they were pretty successful with the Fallout reveal mm-hmm. because they kept that shit under tight as fuck wraps for years during the development cycle of that game. And then they were like surprise bitches, here's the trailer, here's the gameplay trailer, it comes out November, prepare your butts. And then <laughs> it came out. And I feel like they're probably going to do the same thing with Elder Scrolls and it is time for a new mainline Elder Scrolls games because you know, keeping in mind that Elder Scrolls Online is being developed and managed by ZeniMax, which is the parent company, not the same development studio. Um so I feel like they've, you know, ever since they wrapped Fallout 4, they've been working on Elder Scrolls, which Mm -hmm. means they've been working on it for a few years now, likely, uh, which means it's probably due out.
0: Even before they probably wrapped Fallout 4, they probably were working on Mm -hmm. ESO 6. The team's big enough that I think they could fragment and do, and like one, you know, one part of the team putting the finishing touches on Fallout while, while, you know, getting development underway for, for uh, whatever they're going to call Elder Scrolls 6.
2: Uh, The, the speculation uh seems to be that it's going to be um black marsh mm-hmm. which would be cool uh because they haven't done anything based on like the bestial races before and i think it would be really cool to sort of go that route with either the argonians or the khajiit but that's just me speculating um but i feel like you know that's 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 gotta happen because what the fuck else is bethesda doing they've got a full presentation Mm-hmm. said they've come out you know last year they talked doom, right, yes, doom came out, and doom was good, yeah, they talked, um,
0: they talked a new well they well what they detailed a new um <sighs> What's the fucking game that they came out with a long, long time know. ago that they're making a new version of? I can't remember. Oh, a yeah. uh, new Quake, duh. F- yeah, un- Quake. fucking stupid. Yeah, they talked about Quake last year. Yeah, I expect you'll probably see a lot more details on that this sure. year for sure. Um, Arcane probably doesn't have anything lined up because they just put out two games in yep. the past eight months. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Yep, I don't know. It's it's tracking. It's making sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't argue your logic.
1: So. Uh, and Randy finishes us off with is what is probably the best comment. I predict a lot of games uh that's gonna get people hyped but never come out.
0: I mean, if we're talking the Microsoft press conference, then yeah, you're probably a hundred percent Oh, is it really? Damn. Really? <laughs> <laughs> is that not a statement based in fact?
1: I mean it's I mean, look, you got you got evidence of it in the past, so I can't really not. The you. defense
0: rests, what can I say? Um Jake also came in and added uh while bored recently I fired up Skate 2 and while 3 was too Tony Hawkish, I forgot how perfect Skate 2 was, so maybe I'm taking a step aside here by saying this, but all kidding aside I want this franchise to resurface. I'm well aware of the team's breakup, but I want someone to carry the torch on, or at least to see a new extreme sports game like maybe a BMX game is equally tuned down as the Skate franchise can a fellow just get his teen years back again? Look, Jake, I, I don't know if you saw Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Not, I mean, not that you probably would have enjoyed Tony Hawk if you didn't like Skate 3. But uh, I don't think there's a lot of market for a skateboard game right this Well, maybe second. if
2: they fucking made a good one because oh, yeah. uh, Pro Skater 5 wasn't exactly um, of quality.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, I, like After seeing how well that did, even though Pro Skater 5 was a... Shitty game in and right. of itself. I don't know if, if EA's be rushing and be like, you know what? There's an opportunity for some skateboarding happen in here. Yeah. So, well, there you go.
2: We'll always have blue game. There
0: you go. That is uh, so. Thank you all for your E3 predictions. So, to get our E3 predictions, um, again, we are we are going to be doing a lot of special shows. So, like we mentioned last week, um, you will not get a regular. Dense pixels episode in your podcast feed next week instead you're going to get at least three dense pixels episodes in your podcast feed um so again the the way we're doing this is on Sunday night um before uh right around like probably four fifteen four thirty. Eastern time is Obi's trying to remind me of which time it is. <laughs> um, we're going to be going live on YouTube with our pre-show for the Microsoft press event uh, where we will be offering up our Microsoft predictions, letting you know what we think you'll see at the show. Uh, we will tune out when the press conference starts. You will be able to watch it. We will be watching it. And then at, as soon as the press conference is over, we will be back live again on YouTube, uh, giving you our immediate reactions and our immediate thoughts about that. Um, on t- On Monday – Um, We will have recorded and post on YouTube a Sony prediction, uh, Sony pre-conference brief show that you can check out. And then, of course, after the, after the Sony conference, we will again be going live on YouTube, uh, to give our immediate reactions from that. Um, and then Carrie and I will be sitting down sometime on Tuesday evening and talking about everything that, uh, is fit to talk about from the Nintendo Direct event from Tuesday afternoon. So the, the Microsoft reaction uh sony reaction and nintendo reaction pod uh shows will also be made available in our podcast feed so if you don't like to use youtube or if you just want to catch them on your phone those will be available to download after we are done with them we will post them and publish them and uh and then yeah and who knows what the hell else we could come up with for for e3 week next week (laughs) that that might not be it but that's what we have planned uh, as of right now. So again, if you have not searched out dense pixels on YouTube, make sure you do that. Hit pause right now. Don't, not right now, in a second. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but, but go to, go to YouTube, search up dense pixels, subscribe to our channel, do it now. All right. Cool. You're back. So thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you for doing that. But yeah, subscribe. That way you can see the videos and we'll have, um, we'll have those live events posted well before they start so that you can uh you can also bookmark those and and have them remind you when it's about to happen. So that is uh that is what we got going on for next week. Um guys have anything else before I wrap it up?
2: Buy my book. <laughs> the Overstreet Guide to Collecting Video Games. It's available now. You can order it through previews, you can go to gemstonepub.com and order it. And if you do order it, through us directly at Gemstone, uh, drop us a note via the uh, fan page, and uh, I'll sign up for you something. I don't know. Cool. Yep.
0: Very good. Please buy my book. <laughs> make sure uh, also that you are, if you're not using Facebook and you're not in our fan group, get on that. It's denspixels.com slash fans. Uh, today we had a fun conversation about badly describing video game plots and uh, having good. people try to guess them. That was a pretty good time. Um, make sure you leave the show a five-star review on iTunes. It'll get read on the air if you do. Uh you can check out our website, densepixels.com, which will route you to all the most recent episodes. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at DensePixels. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Podbean, or any other podcaster that you use. And of course, we are all on Twitch. I am DensePixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd, and Carrie is Sup It's Carrie. So that is it. We have E3 to prepare for. Uh, We will look forward to bringing that to you guys next week. We are very excited, as hopefully you are, to also consume it. But we will see you next time. Bye.
1: See ya.